Hey talkers, welcome to Keep Talking Podcast. Keep Talking is the best platform for you to reach an advanced level of English by practicing every day and also connect with a global community. This podcast is a mix of our Instagram lives and IGTV videos, along with other recorded content. Sometimes we just give tips on how to improve your English, and other times we talk about a wide variety of topics, sometimes with special guests. Most of the episodes are in English, some are a mix of English and Spanish, and in a few we only speak Spanish. I hope you enjoy, and remember to follow us on Instagram at keeptalkingco, or check out our website, keeptalking.co, to join our community and learn more about how we can help you. What's up, talkers? I am back with another episode related to fitness. And I know some of you are probably like, oh my god, Sean, I hate fitness. I'm tired of hearing about it. But my goal is for you one day to love fitness. So I hope you stay tuned to this episode. So, as you know, I'm super passionate about fitness. I am working on becoming a certified personal trainer with the National Council on Strength and Fitness. More on that to come. But today, I want to talk to you guys, to you all. I've been told by my um, public relations people that I should say you all instead of you guys. But in Minnesota, we say you guys, so it's okay. So, you all, or you guys, meaning guys and girls, men and women. Today I'm talking about macronutrients and micronutrients. Macronutrientes y micronutrientes. Con explicaciones en español también, como siempre. So, what do these terms mean? Macronutrients and micronutrients. Well, you're about to find out and why should you care about this? Because your body and basically your life depends on them. And I'm not just talking about how heavy or thin you are or how healthy your body is, but also your energy levels, which is something that I've been working on a lot lately. And really, no matter who you are, even if you're a fitness freak like me, they're obviously super important. But even if you're not, if you're a computer programmer, it's important because you want to have good energy to do your computer programming throughout the day. If you are a cashier, if you are a lawyer, if you, whatever you are, you want to have good energy throughout the day. You want to make sure you're healthy, that way you can do your job well. If you're a family man or a family woman, you have children, you want to be your best self for your children every day, for your husband, for your wife, for your partner, your significant other. You want to be the best version of yourself, which is why macronutrients and micronutrients are extremely important to you. Some of you are probably even eating as you listen to this episode. I know I probably would be. So, what are macronutrients and micronutrients? Macronutrients, macronutrients are the nutrients in the body the nutrients the body needs in large amounts, right? They give the body energy in the form of calories. Son los nutrientes que el cuerpo necesita en cantidades grandes, ¿sí? Um, y que da energía al cuerpo en la forma de calorías. So, the three macronutrients are proteins, carbohydrates, and fats. Proteínas, carbohidratos y grasas, ¿sí? In some ways, alcohol and fiber are also considered macronutrients, but we won't worry about that here. So, okay, proteins. Proteins, well, they do a lot of things. They help build and repair cells. They have many other functions, but they're mostly known for building and repairing muscle, right? The muscle tissue. And protein comes from many sources, from red meat, from white meat, fish, eggs, some types of nuts, soy, uh, pea proteins, these vegan types of proteins, 
milk, dairy products, and then there's also, of course, whey protein, protein powders, there are vegan protein powders. So, muchas cosas, ¿verdad? Carne, carne de res, carne pues blanca como pollo, etc. Pescado, huevos, diferentes tipos de nueces, soya, eh, peas, ¿cómo se dice peas? I think in Mexico they say chicharos. Oh, gosh, what the heck's the word? I want to say it's something that starts with a G, but I can't remember. Bad Spanish. I'm even a medical interpreter. Oh, well. So, those are the sources of protein, right? Now, protein in general, in general, has four calories per gram. So, every gram of protein that you eat, it gives your body four calories of energy. You're eating four calories. Now, those are actually those are actually rough estimates is what I've learned recently. It's not an exact science, but that's the rough estimate and it varies on the type of protein, etc., etc. But each gram of protein gives you 4 calories. So if you eat something that has 50 grams of protein, uh, which would be kind of a lot, that might be like a somewhat large piece of meat or in terms of eggs, that would probably be like 6 or 7 eggs. Um, would have up to even be maybe like eight eggs, eight or nine, would have 50 grams of protein, you would be giving yourself 200 calories off of protein, right? Because there are four calories for every gram. So, fats. The next one is fats, right? Las grasas. Now, they get a bad rap. When I say a bad rap, I mean a bad reputation, una mala reputación, because we hear fat and we're like, ooh, fat, I don't want to get fat, right? But of course, Fats, to a certain level, are very important for bodily functions. They support cell growth, protect the organs, they help the body absorb other nutrients, etc., etc. And you often hear people talk about healthy versus unhealthy fats, right? Unsaturated versus saturated fats. So las grasas más saludables son las grasas eh, no saturadas, ¿verdad? Como las... Los aceites de oliva, olive oils, different types of nuts, nueces, frutos secos, avocado, aguacate, etc. And then you'll hear sometimes like the saturated fats, like the kinds that are found in red meat. Um, cheese tend to be not as healthy. That's kind of another topic for another day. Uh, but anyway, fats in general, these are some of the things that have fats, right? And then you have like egg yolks, the egg yolk, Y-O-L-K. Um, wait a minute. Am I tripping? Tripping means like I'm going crazy. How in the heck do we spell yoke? Man, I must be probably the worst English instructor y'all have ever seen because I can't remember if it's Y-O-K-E or Y-O-L-K. Okay, egg, I'm Googling this on my phone right now. This is the worst moment you've all have ever seen on a podcast. Okay, egg yolk. Y-O-L-K. It's like the way we spell walk, right? W-A-L-K, even though it just sounds like W-A-K. We put the L in there, like with talk, walk. I'm way off on a tangent now. But egg yolk, 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 egg yolk, Y-O-L-K, the yema of the egg, the yellow part, that does, that's the fatty part, essentially. Okay, so back to the topic of, of course, there are milks that have more fat than others. Um, peanut butter is considered a healthy fat, crema de cacahuate, crema de maní, etc. And the thing with fats is they have, in general, about 9 calories per gram. So they're much more uh, high caloric, much more, many more calories. So let's say you eat 50 grams of fat. Well, all of a sudden, 
That's 450 calories. With protein, it was 200 calories. With fats, it's 450 calories. So that's why, obviously, we have to be a little bit more careful. If we don't want to eat too many calories, we don't want to get too much fat in our diets. Now, the last of the three is carbohydrates. And what the carbohydrates do is they give our body energy. So, of course, things like simple sugars, like candy and things like that, um, those are they count as carbohydrates, but then like bread, whether it's white or wheat bread, tortillas, rice, pasta, fruits, etc., etc. They give our body energy and they, like proteins, have four calories per gram. Okay, so for the most part, the reason this is all important is because for the most part, with all of the other factors remaining equal, you can control whether or not you gain or lose weight based on the number of calories that you eat, right? So let's say, for example, you're kind of a normal person, maybe whether you're a man or a woman, it doesn't matter. Let's say you weigh maybe 160 pounds, which is roughly, you know, 70 kilos, 70 kilos mas o menos. Um, and let's say you burn a total of 2,200 calories per day. That's fairly normal. 2,200 calories per día que quemas. This is based on your resting metabolic rate, just your body's basic needs, in addition to the activity that you do during the day, right? So, you can control how much weight you gain or lose just based on how many calories you eat, right? So, let's say that you eat 2,300 calories a day when you burn 2,200. Well, then in general, in terms of gaining fat, one pound is going to equal 3,500 calories. And since you're eating 100 more calories per day than your body needs, you're eating 2,300, your body needs 2,200. That means that in 35 total days, you will gain approximately one pound if you do that consistently. Okay, now it sounds like, you know, a lot, right? It's like, okay, one pound in 35 days, who cares, right? But do the math, haz la cuenta, see? 35 days, it's about 10 times that is about a year. You just gained 10 pounds in a year by eating 100 excess calories per day. And the same goes if you're eating less. If you eat only 2,100 calories in that case every day, then you will probably lose about 10 pounds in about a year. Now, the reason this is important, it's very simple, right? It's very simple to understand. You just need to figure out how many calories your body needs. And then if you want to gain, start gaining weight gradually, building muscle maybe, uh, which is a little bit more complicated and it's something that I've been working on. We can talk more about that another day. But in terms of um, gaining weight, some of it will be muscle, some of it will be fat. Also, in terms of losing weight, typically you will be losing fat if you are in a caloric deficit, if you eat less than you need. You basically control everything based on the number of calories you eat. And once you understand these macronutrients, these proteins, these carbohydrates, and these fats, and how they work in your body, how many calories they provide, you have total control over your weight. Okay? Now, three months ago, I started... Tracking my macros is what they call it. Manteniendo un registro de mis macronutrientes, see? For the first time in my life. And I've been doing it, I mean, I've always been in pretty good shape, but my body looks great right now. I also have really high energy levels throughout the day. The way that I've been able to do that is by making sure I eat the right quantities of macronutrients at each meal. 
That way I don't ever get that. You know how if you eat like too much, you eat too many carbohydrates and you kind of feel like lethargic, lazy, como flojo, verdad? Flojo, floja. And after that, I'm not having those sensations anymore because I'm eating the right amount of macronutrients at each meal. I'm not overeating. I'm eating enough. I'm eating what my body needs, etc., etc. And I've been sleeping less than normal. I've only been sleeping about six and a half hours per night, but I'm feeling very good, very high energy out throughout the day. And like I said, my body's in very good shape as well. And Now, it's a bit it's a bit tedious to do it. Uh, es un poco tedioso, ¿verdad? Uh, you have to kind of measure things. Tienes que medir cosas, cantidades. But um, I don't think you have to do it super exactly, right? And I admit that I'm not doing it exactly always. Uh, it's very useful just to have a, you know, a ballpark estimate. When I say a ballpark estimate, como un estimado, más o menos, ¿verdad? Es, bueno, si es exacto, aún mejor, pero no podemos hacerlo exactamente cada vez, especialmente cuando tenemos cosas como ocasiones familiares, etcétera, etcétera. You know, when you have a family occasion or you go out to a restaurant, you won't be able to track these things exactly usually. But it does help to always have a good estimate of how many, you know, how many grams of protein, how many grams of fat, and how many grams of carbohydrate you're eating each day. Now, during the past three months, I started off in a deficit. I started off only doing 3,000 calories per day approximately, and I lost 11 pounds, 11 libras, Bajé 11 libras in about a month and a half. Now, that's a lot. I was kind of doing it on purpose, right? Um, then I decided, okay, I'm, I'm going to gain some of this back, right? I've lost a lot of fat. I'm going to try to start putting on some muscle and obviously gain back a little fat as well. Then I started eating 5,000 calories per day. Um, now, I should mention too, when I said I was eating 3,000 calories a day, that's more than most people need, right? I'm a large person, um, I'm bigger than average, I do a lot of exercise, I weigh about 197 pounds, como 89 kilos, I'm very active, so I need almost twice as many calories as most people need each day. So on 3,000 calories a day, I actually lost 11 pounds in a month and a half. Then I went up to 5,000 calories a day and I gained 8 pounds back. Subí 8 libras en como un mes y medio con 500, con 5,000, perdón, calorías por día. Now I've been doing uh, 4,000 for the last week or so and I think I'm going to stick with that for a while because I think about 4,000 is what I need. Um, now... I've, I've switched things up. I've gone back and forth. I was having more protein for a while. Right now, I'm having about 180 grams of protein each day, about 130 grams of fat, and about 520 grams of carbohydrate, which adds up to about those 4,000 calories. And that's a fairly normal. Um, it, I get about 18% of my, uh, my calories from proteins, 29% from fat and 53% of carbohydrates. And that's fairly close to normal. A lot of times people will say, you know, nutritionists will say you want maybe 10 or 15% of your calories from protein, 20 to 30% from fat, and then as much as 55 to 70% from carbohydrates. But there are many variations on that. There have been a lot of fads. A fad is like, es una tendencia, ¿verdad? See, like a trend recently saying we should go low carb, o sea, bajo en carbohidratos. There have been a lot of trends towards eating higher fat diets, higher protein diets. 
Um, and I've experimented with a lot of these. So you can look into that more if you'd like. A standard diet probably has about half of the calories from carbs and then, you know, maybe 30%, 25% or 30% from fat, and then a, just a limited quantity, maybe 15% from protein. But there are a lot of different opinions, and I can honestly say I do not know which one is the best for your health, for longevity. It all depends on the person, and you can make it work either way. Uh, so this is a very complex topic and something I'm very interested in. Anyway, the important thing here is to get yourself a good estimate of how many calories you need and understand how many of those calories should probably come from protein, from fat, and from carbohydrates. And you can do this fairly easily by just looking at the labels on your foods. Mira las etiquetas en las comidas que compras, etc., etc. It's not a perfect system. You know, you'll have days where you don't track things perfectly, obviously. Like I said, family occasions, times when you go out to restaurants. It's okay. But this also gives you, it, it kind of raises your awareness, too. That way, when you do go to a family occasion or to a restaurant, when you're not able to track everything that you eat, you still kind of have an idea of like, okay, I bet this is going to give me about 20 grams of protein and 60 grams of carbohydrates looking at that plate, etc., etc., right? And it's kind of cool to know that. It's very useful because this is ultimately, it's extremely important to be able to have control over our weight, which is something a lot of people struggle with. So that was macronutrients, right? Now micronutrients, those micronutrientes, these are nutrients that do not have calories. They don't give us energy technically, but they are essential for our health. So things like vitamins and minerals, iron, vitamin A, vitamin D, all sorts of vitamins, zinc, right? The list of vitamins and minerals goes on and on, and water is essentially considered a micronutrient as well because we can't live without water. So where do we get these other micronutrients? Well, they're usually in fruits and especially in a wide variety of vegetables. They also come in other foods. There's iron, hierro, see, in a lot of meats, calcium, el calcio, in dairy products. Dairy products son los lácteos. Um, many minerals. Um, in, there are many minerals in different, like nuts, o sea, los nueces, frutos secos, etc. Tienen muchos minerales. So th they're, you know, they're in a wide variety of foods. The most important thing for you to do is to eat some fruits and a, and a good amount of vegetables in general and a variety of food sources if you can. And try to eat what we would consider healthy foods and you will get a lot of your micronutrients. Um, now, we may have some vegans listening. Um, vegans will often be told that they should get a B12, a vitamin B12, B12 supplement. Um, you know, yeah, that may be true because B12, as I understand, is not found, is only found in animal products. Either way, I would recommend that you go to your doctor and just do labs. Que te hagan laboratorios, see? I, I did my labs last month. I'm good on all of my, my vitamins, um, you know, my vitamin levels. Uh, all my labs look good, so I don't really need any supplements right now. No necesito ningún suplemento por el momento. Um, but yeah, so to, to sum things up, really, I know I talked much more about the macros because I think that's actually tends to be the more important thing because it controls your weight, right? Um, and that's something that almost every, well, I shouldn't say almost everyone is struggling with, but a lot of people are struggling with, and it's really much more simple 
than we make it out to be sometimes. Just understand how many grams of protein, how many grams of carbohydrate, how many grams of fat, and therefore how many calories you are eating each day, or at least get a good estimate of that. Understand what you need, and then adjust what you eat based on that, right? So to sum things up, the macros, the proteins, the fats, and the carbs give you the energy, and your weight and the amount of fat and or muscle you have depends only on that, right? It doesn't depend on the micronutrients. The micronutrients are related to your health. Right? So if you know how many macronutrients, the proteins, fats, and carbs you eat, that tells you how many calories you burn, or how many calories you consume, and you can basically control your weight based on that. And then the micros, like I said, they make sure your body is healthy on the inside. So that's all I've got for you today, talkers. Eat well, folks. Eat well. Que coman muy bien, por favor. <laughs> bueno, nos vemos, talkers. Thank you, guys. Gracias. Thanks for listening, talkers. Remember that Keep Talking is the best platform for you to reach an advanced level of English fluency and connect with a global community. Remember to follow us on Instagram at keeptalkingco and check out our website, keeptalking.co, to join our community.